The Bible is more than the history of God. It's His story. And here to show you how God can contribute to your story is your host, Barbara Culver. Hello, everybody. I'm so glad that you decided to tune in with me today and to learn something about his story. We've been sharing in the Lord's Prayer of how it plays a part in our lives and what it means and teaches us how to pray. There's so many people that say they don't know how to pray. I, for one, believe it doesn't matter how it's done. It's just the fact that it comes from your heart. Because I learned a long time ago, I didn't know how to pray. I didn't even know this prayer in the Bible. I'd read it, but I didn't really understand it. But I believe that God heard my prayers. It didn't matter if it was just simply, I need your help. Or, God, you're so mighty and you're so powerful and I love you. It doesn't matter really what you say. It's where it comes from. It's from the heart. But we are coming close to the end of what is known as the model prayer where Jesus is teaching his disciples how to pray. This week we're going to the verse that says, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Does God actually lead us into temptation? Because we're taught in James 1.13 that God does not tempt anyone. But as I've studied scripture and I've looked at my own lifetimes, God does lead us into the place where we can be tempted. He does not tempt us. Satan does that. But nothing comes into my life that God didn't put his seal of approval on. So he allows us to be tempted. And I believe we need a way to help us avoid certain temptations. And that needs to be a priority in our walk with him. Do we really want that temptation in our life? Do we think we're above temptation because we're Christian? I hope not. Because plainly the Bible tells us, Jesus says, you're going to have trouble in this world. It's going to happen. And you're going to find yourself in temptation. You know, it was the Spirit of God that led Jesus into the wilderness to be tempted. Wow. That to me just always baffled me. 
But as I've studied it, I've learned it taught me how Jesus handled temptation in his life. And he handled it by using the word of God. So yeah, God does allow us to be in situations that will bring on temptation. Think about in the Old Testament, Abraham. God had given Abraham this son, Isaac, and he had given him a promise that he would be the father of many generations. And now suddenly he finds himself, it is God that tells him to take his son and put him on the altar and sacrifice him. Was that God leading them into temptation? I don't think so because God knows all and he knew Abraham's heart. He knew that he was believing God for everything and even his words was appearance that he believed that God was going to supply what needed to be put on that altar. Because when he left his servants to go up on the mountain with his son and the wood, he said, you wait here until we return. You see, he already had the mindset that Isaac was coming back with him. He believed God, plain and simple. Now, the devil could have tempted him there, but he was doing everything that God asked him to do. And when we're doing the things that God asks us to do, the devil can't tempt us with that. You go and you study the life of Job. Job had done nothing wrong, and yet God allowed Satan to go in and literally destroy his life as he knew it. And he became tempted when his wife told him, just curse God and die. Now, I can't imagine a wife saying that but then you also have to remember she had lost 10 children in one moment of time. She had lost all of her belongings. She had nothing except Job. But her faith wasn't as strong as Job's. Job, like Abraham, believed God and he was tempted, but God made a way of escape because he said, am I going to enjoy the good things of God and not accept the bad things that happen? He knew God had a hand in everything that went on in his life. James also tells us that giving in to temptation begins with our desire. What is our heart saying? We begin with a desire, it becomes a thought, and then it goes into an action.
and that temptation becomes a sin. If in those temptations, it is in those temptations that we find ourselves being taught how much we really love God and how much we're going to trust him and literally put our life in his hands and trust that he's going to give us a way of escape. Now, we don't always know what that way is, and more than likely, it will not be in the way that we think it's going to happen. Because I've learned in my life, it's rarely how I think it's going to happen. But always, God makes a way of escape for me. It's in those times that we literally see God's power and his strength become very real. You see, it's in those moments of temptation where we see the Holy Spirit work in us to keep us from succumbing to temptation in our life. I believe to pray, lead us not into temptation, is simply me asking for his help with my desires so that I can make good choices which will deliver me from evil. You see, in my life, I, li- I grew up with an alcoholic. I saw what alcohol did to members of his family And how that played out in their lives. And so I made the choice in my life that I'm not going to drink alcohol. Because I have seen the damage. And I don't want that in my life. I don't want to have to deal with the life issues and the complications that it brings on. And it's the same thing with any temptation that we have. We always have consequences from those choices. Me, I simply always ask God, help me to make the choice that you would have me make. Help me to know when I can do certain things. And then certain times I need to stay away from those things or places or people because there are people that can bring temptation into your life. We studied in our Sunday school lesson this week about the tongue and how we bless God out of one side of our mouth and curse him out of the other. And you say, well, how can that be? Well, it's a temptation, and we all manage to some way or another succumb to that temptation through cursing what God has created. You see, every person is created by God. doesn't matter if you're black, white, green, yellow, if you're rich, poor, 
middle class, if you're American, Mexican, Spanish, Hindu, it doesn't matter. We're all God's creation. And for us to down people, it doesn't matter how the downing goes. It's a fact that you went to church, you listened to a sermon, and you said, man, that was so powerful. And then you go out into a restaurant and you sit there and you say, man, did you see what that person had on today? Can you believe that person was talking during the sermon? I don't know what's going on in that person's life. And I have a very dear friend of mine who is always willing to give grace. And that simply amazes me because I haven't always been in that position. I've learned to get there and I'm still in the process of getting there. But we don't give grace and we don't give mercy. And yet God gives it liberally to us, freely. How are we going to handle temptation in our life? Are we going to let God deliver us from evil? I go and teach at a drug rehab center once a month. And it's amazing how God has delivered these women from their addiction whatever that addiction may be. Some is drugs, some is alcohol. And I don't know if there's any other thing, there may possibly be other things. But God will deliver us from evil. But now he's not going to do it in a snap. And he's not going to do it in a way we think he's going to do it. Because most of those women have shared with me they never thought they would be a teen challenge. And yet that's the path that God chose for them. Why? Because he wanted to draw them closer to him. And that was where they were going to find it. Does God lead you into temptation? He won't tempt you, but he will lead you sometimes to where temptation is readily there. And he leaves it up to you. It's your choice. Oh, wow. Life is nothing but choices. Even the Christian life is full of choices. Are we going to listen to him and to what he tells us? Or are we going to try to live life the way we think it's going to happen? God alone knows what you need. And if he can use temptation in your life to show you something about Christ and your need for him, then he's going to allow temptation to come. 
but he'll never take you so far that you don't have a way out. He always makes a way out of things. He's a way maker. He makes a way where there is no way. When I was down in that dark pit, he made a way out for me. And it was through scripture. And it was through prayer. A certain prayer. And then obedience to what I heard. Walk in victory. I've already given it to you. Do you believe that? Do you truly believe God? That's your question tonight. I hope this is an amazing week for you. I would like to ask those who listen to my podcast, if you would just say a little prayer for me. I am preparing my body my spirit for surgery. I will be having gallbladder surgery on October the 4th. I know God is in control of all of it. He has been for several years now, but now is the time. And I will be having surgery by robotically, which I never heard of before. But it sounds very interesting to me. But I want God's presence and his power to fill that surgical room. I want his knowledge and strength to fall upon the the doctor and all the nurses who tend to me. And I want them to feel Jesus. Just like I want to feel him while he's right there with me. Because I know he's with me. But you see, the more prayer we have, the stronger his power gets. I hope you have a blessed week. I hope that you experience God in a new way this week. And maybe you'll do it through a temptation in your life. But know that God loves you. He loves you just like you are. And he wants to change you by his Holy Spirit. Until next week, bye for now.